apologizing for being you. This is where I dare you to be you. You are listening to Unapologetically Authentic with your host, Erin Reniger. This is where playing small is no longer an option. I'm going to help you live in your purpose and take action over perfection. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome back or welcome to your first time. I'm so excited that you're here today. I want you to look in the mirror right now. Be careful if you're driving. I've said this many times, but I want to say be careful if you're driving, but look in the rearview mirror real quick and give yourself a little wink and say, I'm proud of you. Did y'all get it? Yes. I'm proud of you. That's what I want you to say to yourself today. Look at yourself in the mirror and tell that person in the mirror, that reflection, what you're most proud of. I'm proud of you today. So today I titled this episode, What Are You Scared Of? I just got off an amazing coaching call with Leah Rowling. If you're not following her, follow Leah Rowling. She's got an amazing podcast called The Becoming You, and she's just absolutely incredible. So I want to share some tidbits today about things that I learned from her that I want you to incorporate into your life because, oh my gosh, she had some great, great nuggets. So the question is, what are you most scared of? Have you ever thought about that? And honestly, the thing that we're most scared of is our feelings, right? Not snakes, not spiders, not alligators, not birds, (laughs) not all these things that we think we're scared of. We are most scared of feelings right? The thing is, this really resonated with me because y'all, I had to put my feelings aside and we're scared, right? We are scared to feel left out. We are scared to feel embarrassed, right? That's one of the biggest things. Nobody ever wants to feel embarrassed. So there's so many things that hold us back. We're scared of feeling rejected. Think about all the things that you don't do. You're scared of other people's opinions, right? That's the biggest thing. But you're scared of the feelings that will cause you, right? Those things that happen to you when you've been rejected, when you've been um, turned down, when you've been said no, same as rejection, I guess, really. But you're scared of tripping and falling. You're not necessarily scared of, I mean, how many times did you trip and fall? I mean, you may have gotten hurt, right? But really and truly, you're scared to trip. If you're a woman, how many people are afraid to wear heels because they're afraid that they'll trip and fall? They're not afraid about the fall. They're afraid about how they will feel when someone sees them. So it's the embarrassment, right? It's back to the feelings. We put the brakes on so many things in our life because of the fear of the feeling that it will give you. But again, I'm going to circle back though, those scary feelings that you conquer. My question to you is, but did you die? Right? I'm going to put the the thing at the bottom of this that says, you know, the 99.9% of the time, you're not going to die, right? (laughs) Because of a feeling of embarrassment of rejection of whatever the feeling that you may feel, the scared feeling, the vulnerable feeling, right? Putting yourself out there makes you feel very vulnerable. Now, vulnerability has really stepped into my life. I've had this pull, this passion to bring women together, entrepreneurial women, women in business, the same thing, right? People running, women specifically, running businesses to collaborate, to not compete, but to collaborate. 
And here's the thing, the feeling this gave me that my coach helped me through the amazing Brooke Hemingway is my current coach. She is phenomenal. Y'all shout out to Brooke Hemingway, but the coach, you need to be coached through. So the coach is a very key part of your life. Y'all, if you're not investing in a life coach of any sort, that has changed my life ultimately, because you need to have that person that's going to push you, challenge you to do the things that you're afraid to do because of the feelings it may cause. Okay. So here's the thing. I wanted to bring all of these women together, but I had to go for the ask. I had the biggest fear of rejection. I had this fear in my head that I was going to be sitting at this table, right? Like the lunch table and no one showed up. It took me right back to feeling like in grade school or high school, even worse, right? Like being the first one to sit down at the table and will anyone ever sit with you? And vice versa, looking at a table full of beautiful people and then asking if I had the permission to sit with them, right? That takes you all to these feelings of being rejected, being embarrassed, right? That I may fail or may not fail, but I had to take the risk. So that's the thing. Are you putting yourself in situations? Are you preparing for the acceptance? The Are you taking action? Are you getting the results? All of the things, and it's all controlled by our feelings. And the thing is, <laughs> it's crazy that we unconsciously do this. We protect ourselves because our brains, our feelings are indicators to us, right? Like, it's just mind blowing to me. I feel like I'm saying, like repeating myself a lot in this episode, but like, it's literally mind blowing to me that it is so true. It's so obvious and it's so simple, but we let that hold us back. That fear of our own freaking feelings. And we have to step into it. So I was vulnerable and I'm putting this luncheon together. I went for the ask y'all and people are showing up. So those feelings that I was so scared of for so long to go for the ask, my coach pushed me to just go for the ask. Aaron, you're not going to die, right? And then I had to look at myself in the mirror and like pump myself up. I literally had sweaty armpits reaching out to these other amazing, powerful, beautiful entrepreneurial women to ask if they wanted to collaborate. Do you want to come together? Do you want to rise up and level up? If we come together, that will happen. Instead of living in this, this mindset of scarcity that there's not enough, that is the thing that I have completely thrown out of my mindset is that there's too many of us. And then there's not enough people for you to thrive in any sort of business. There's like 7 billion plus people on this planet, y'all. And the amount of people that have the courage to open their own business and be an entrepreneur to risk everything and do something with your life, y'all is so small. So if you want to do it, do it because you will thrive. And when you collaborate with other people, you learn the lessons that they learned the hard way, right? That's the idea of collaboration is bringing it all together and sharing, bouncing ideas, masterminding. What can we do to make this better? How can we, how can I support your business? How can she support your business? How can we all support each other 
in Learn and Grow. So there is this luncheon that I'm putting together. There's literally women from all walks of life in here, from all ages, all walks, moms, people that aren't moms, people that want to be moms, people that absolutely don't want to be moms. All of the things we have photographers, we have hairstylists, you know, salon owners, we have boutique owners, we have, I'm going to miss people, right? We have restaurant owners, we have network marketing company, um, their own owners of that network marketing company, right? We have, oh my gosh, who else do I have? Uh, I don't want to miss anybody, but anyways, photographers, I don't know if I said photographers, all of these things, um, uh, stable owners, anything like literally women from all walks of life, just rocking it. But we all have to understand at all points of business owning, there is low points, so many low points, that scarcity. You don't want to share the failures. You don't want to share something that you might be going through that you might be struggling with, right? But if we have this community that builds you up, if I can be like, hey, I'm really struggling at this, what did you do so that didn't happen? Y'all, when I opened my salon, I opened myself to a whole network of other salon owners, okay? I reached out to them, I asked questions, and they were so absolutely incredibly amazing to share. And I was so thankful and grateful that they shared the nuggets that they did so I could also build a successful business like they had but without maybe some of the issues or some of the failures that they might have went through, hey, this worked for me. Like I'm helping a current woman just texted me and asked me about how to start a podcast. I'm going to tell her all the things and all of the things, the mistakes that I made and help her not make those same mistakes and save her from the headache that I went through because I didn't know. Because honestly, when I started my podcast, I really had no idea anyone else close enough for me to ask. And now I am not another thing. I didn't want to ask because I didn't want to feel stupid. That's the other thing. That's a huge feeling. How many of y'all have not asked a question because you don't want to feel stupid? Here's the thing mindset. When you have a question that you may think is stupid, I always tell people no question is stupid. The only question that is stupid is the one that is not asked. So really, the next time that you want to ask a question, literally think you don't know the answer to, right? That's why you have the question. You are stupid for not asking the question because then the next time this comes up, you still don't know the answer because you didn't have the courage to ask the question prior. So ask the question. No question is stupid. So this is just mind-blowing to me. And here's the thing about the feelings is it's the willpower willpower is doing something that you don't feel like doing. So the next thing to step into is having that willpower to go for the ask, to feel uncomfortable, even when you don't feel like doing the things like you have to have the willpower to want more. So when you want more, you have to overcome and keep doing the things, even though you don't feel like doing it. Here's the thing. I'm recording this podcast right now because this was really heavy on my heart. And I was looking back and like, here's the um, perfectionist in me, right? That I want to, I don't know. Do I have something to say? All of these things. Here I am. I ended my day at the salon. I'm running out to do, go watch my son practice riding tonight. And 
I have another call tonight. I'm like, when am I going to figure out when to get a podcast recorded? I don't have any in the bucket. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it right now. I hollered over to my son and I was like, hey, don't make noise in the garage. I'm going to be recording right now. So it was the willpower when I didn't feel like doing it. I'm going to do it. Even if it's not convenient, I'm going to do it anyways. And we make these decisions every day, right? How many decisions do you procrastinate on that you because you're fearful of the feelings that it may may cause so you procrastinate did you know that procrastination is the number one thing that we do when we are scared and it can be the simple things of the feeling of inadequacy or the the fear of the feeling of not knowing fear of the feeling i don't know if that's really a thing but it is fear of the feeling i guess that is a thing that didn't come out right of the unknown Sometimes we procrastinate because we really don't know how we're going to feel. Are we neutral? Are we, you know, I love to feel excited. I love to feel challenged. I realize I thrive on things that have to be done. I work better under pressure because here I am giving you a probably, I feel like this is a fiery podcast because I'm under pressure. I got to get this done. This was brought up on my heart you know, not pre-recorded, not pre-rehearsed, not pre-written down. Literally, I am flying by the seat of my pants telling you the story today. But the thing is, what we do in life is when we feel bad, we buffer. And what I mean by buffering our system is when you feel bad, when something happens, instead of like the, like a switch, right? Like the, I'm changing, we buffer right? We like to be comfortable. So we procrastinate and by procrastinate, we buffer. So here's an example. You want to change your health. You want to live a healthier lifestyle. You want to have, make healthier choices because you want to lose weight. You want to move your body. I encourage people to move their body every single day. I encourage you to make healthy choices. I don't diet. I just am aware of what I put in my mouth, right? It's those things like that. It's finding that healthy balance, that eating everything in moderation. But here's the thing. We want to buffer because it's comfortable. So what do you do when you've failed at something or don't feel like doing something or I'll start tomorrow? We get stuck in this buffering state of comfort because even when that's uncomfortable, sometimes our uncomfortableness is our comfortable, like is our comfort zone. Our uncomfortableness is our comfort zone because you're too afraid to step into the next level that you stay comfortable. And here's why, because you are afraid to know what it feels like being uncomfortable or being that next version of yourself. So you just don't do it. So you keep buffering. You keep putting on the sweats and the cozy things and going to the pantry and eating a sleeve of Oreos and doing the things because, or eating a pint of ice cream because you're buffering your feelings because you will understand that that brings you comfort right now. And you know you shouldn't be doing it, but it's comfortable because you haven't changed your habits. So who knows what you would actually feel like if you stop procrastinating, if you stop pushing it off till tomorrow, if you stop eating the sleeve of Oreos, if you stop sitting on the couch, because that's more comfortable than putting your sneakers on and going for a walk, right? Like think about how much our lives could change if we stop using our feelings as an excuse and stop buffering. That 
is a moment that you really have to take in. Like really, really think about what you're doing right now with your situation. So you are 100, I'm gonna tell you something. (laughs) I started with 100, but you are 100% responsible for the situation that you are currently in. You have full ownership of the situation that you're in. We all have choices. It's whether you take the option to change, you choose the option to change, or the change will choose you. But why is it that we can never choose the option? (coughs) Excuse me. I'm so excited. I'm choking on my own spit, right? (laughs) So think about the situation that you're in. What thoughts does that bring up? And did you know that 95% of our thoughts throughout the day are completely unconscious? We don't even realize the thoughts that we have. (coughs) Excuse me. Which is mind-blowing to me. That 95% of the thoughts that run through our head, we're not even conscious that they are controlling every bit of us. And they are unconscious thoughts because the way we've been wired, our brains have been wired. So the acceptance that you have to take the acceptance in of what your current situation is, right? And accept that no matter what the next choice is, that the feeling that's gonna cause that you're gonna do it anyways. And that we are completely in control of our actions. 100% again, what we do and what we don't do is our actions. I said, you are completely responsible for your actions and your inactions. <laughs> inaction is actually an action, right? Like that was blind blowing to say, I'm like, we are hundred percent responsible. And again, your results will never ex- exceed your expectations. So I just also had this conversation with a woman that says that she could never do this. I'll never be able to afford this. And I'm never going to get to this. And my answer when she says those things was, you're absolutely right. You know, and you may come off of what? What what do you mean? I said, you're absolutely right if you keep telling yourself that. I've been sucked into that. I'm like, I'll never be able to afford that or I'll never have that. Or I'll never be able to take, you know, work three days a week. I'll never be able to take off a week every month to travel. No, 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 no. You know how my life started shifting? I started saying that someday I will. And then when you say, I will be able to afford this one day, you will start taking the actions. Your thought starts changing. You change the situation. You are your results. And if you continue to say, I cannot lose the weight, I've always been this way. Those are the things I've always heard, right? I can't do that. I've always been this way. Whether it's a personality or not, that is your choice. And it's also something that you, it may stem back from someone told you when you were a kid something, that they didn't even realize that they set you up for your whole life to believe that's who you are. Someone might've told you that you weren't smart enough one day. So you've carried that from high school, grade school, whenever, all the way into your life of this feeling that you are not smart enough. And girl or man listening, ladies and gentlemen, you are smart enough for anything that you want to do in life. You just have to choose to do it. So quit saying those negative things to yourself. Because if you keep inviting that negativity into your life, that is exactly right. It will always be that. You will never have the healthy lifestyle if you always say that you make unhealthy choices. You will never get off your butt and go for a walk if you always say I'm too lazy. 
If you say you're lazy, guess what? You will always be lazy. Start tapping into the best version of yourself that you want to be and start talking to her in the mirror of who she is. Respect her. Do the things. All right, y'all, this was a long one for a solo cast, y'all, but I had so much and I'm so passionate about feelings today. So take that in and remember, we are most scared of feelings and really how ridiculous does that sound? But get over yourself, right? <laughs> and do the Mel Robbins, five, four, three, two, one, and do it. Whatever it is, even if it's scary, 99.9% .9 of the time, you're not gonna die from a feeling. So go after what you want in life and oh my gosh, your mind will be blown like mine is. Thank you so much for listening. Oh my gosh. And I dare you. I'm going to dare you to do something that scares the crap out of you right now. Literally scares you of the feelings that you may be embarrassed, you know, vulnerable. Do something that you are very vulnerable at doing. Go for the ask. Go for the thing that you really want. I dare you to feel that fear, that feel that feeling of embarrassment. Feel that feeling that takes you back of being insecure and do it anyways. And feel how exhilarating it feels to do the things. Ah! Oh my gosh, what an amazing day. I am on fire. I want you to feel this fire when you do something scary and go after everything that you ever thought possible. Because I can tell you every little thing that's put into your head that you think is possible is possible. Look at the word impossible. When you break it down, it says I'm possible. So do the things. It is possible to do all of the things if you stop letting your feelings hold you back. I love y'all. Have a very blessed day. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to Unapologetically Authentic with your host, myself, Erin Reniger. Please take the time to rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it. It really helps me learn and grow and get the word out there. Go ahead and share this motivation right now. I'm so excited to be here. If you're looking to learn more about me and get to know me just a little bit better, you can always find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok as Aaron Reniger. Thanks so much, y'all. Have a very blessed day.